Nothing else would do. It's Friday and it's time for Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane with Julie Norwood and Pastor Scott Wiley on 97.9 The Breeze. All right, it's 8.03. Good morning. Happy Friday. Are you there? I am here, Julie. Awesome. So like I said, we're practicing what the CDC wants us to do, which is social distancing. So uh, you are not in studio with me, but you're on the phone. Yes, and uh, social distancing isn't all bad because I'm sitting in my comfy chair in my pajamas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. I think that uh, social distancing has its perks, right? Yeah. (laughs) Today's topic is envy. And uh, first, let's define that, Pastor Scott. What is envy? Uh, Envy, yeah, we're talking about envy. That's a big no-no in the Bible. yeah, because the Bible tells us over and over again, you know, that envy is a bad thing. Uh, Proverbs 14.30 says, A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. And it's kind of feeling discontented or resentful or longing aroused by somebody else's possessions, qualities, or luck. In other words, I, I am aware of some advantage that you have. And I desire to possess that advantage, and I kind of resent you for having it. Basically, you want somebody else's stuff. Yeah, I want their stuff, or I want their promotion, or I want their, I want their life. You know, I yeah, uh, I, I just envy them. I want, I, I want their charisma. I want their, their, uh, their steadiness. Whatever it is, I, I envy. You know, I, I want their house. So, mm-hmm. so it could be, and yeah, basically you want their stuff and you want it really bad and you kind of resent them for it. I mean, there's a difference really between jealousy, covetousness, and envy. Um, they're all kind of the same thing with a strong desire for something. Mm-hmm. That but doesn't jealousy, belong to you. That doesn't belong to you. Well, jealousy is, is kind of the fear of losing something that does belong to you. So God can be a jealous God. You know, because he longs for us, but we belong to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but covetousness is desiring something that's not yours and it's really unattainable because it belongs to somebody else or it's outside my ability to get it right now. Envy is covetous combined with begrudging the person who has what you want. Well, any way you slice it or dice it, it is the work of the flesh. Right. There's not much spiritual substance when envy and covetousness and jealousy get rolling in your heart and in your mind. So, yeah. yeah. And it's a big problem. It is. We're going to unpack that this morning. Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane. Good morning, The Breeze, your social distancing soundtrack. Our topic on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane is envy. Fifteen on this Friday morning. Good day to you. Indeed, the day the Lord has made. Jeremy Camp, 97.9 The Breeze. And uh, this morning, Lifestyles of the Saved and Saint. Just a little bit different. Pastor Scott, are you there? I am here. Awesome. He's not here. He's there. (laughs) 
because of right, social distancing. Of my home. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, are we actually going to want to go back to going into work? <laughs> I know. It's like everybody's, I think, going to be so used to, I can just uh, grab my coffee or open my fridge, you know, and... <laughs> Yeah. Everything's just like right here. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people are working from home. It's not like they're just lounging like you. Uh, and I'm working from, from <laughs> hey, home. I'm working here. Yeah, that's I'm what I meant. A lot of people are working at home like you. You're working from home. <laughs> but the convenience of it is amazing. I saw on uh, yeah. social media they, that this this my, this meme said, oh, I have a Zoom meeting today. I have to get dressed and put makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's right. true. Well, well, maybe the fab time you save with with the driving, commuting, and, yeah. and getting ready, putting on your makeup or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Certainly, I think the fabric of our life has been altered, and we'll see how long the ripple effect lasts. But uh, yeah, I have a feeling, though. You know, it's kind of like another person said that I saw online. They said, "Now I understand why my pets are always trying to escape." Out of the house. Now I understand. It makes sense to me that I I just want to get out. Yeah, it can be a little confining, uh, but one thing is for sure it won't last always. That's right. We're talking about envy. Yes, we're talking about envy this morning, and you're not in here, so we're not seeing each other. So if we, we over talk each other, sorry about that. Uh, but Pastor Scott is on the phone. Envy. The th- I think the first bout I was thinking about this uh, in the Bible with sibling rivalry, and it had to do with envy, was, of course, the two brothers, right? Cain and Abel. Right. Right. Um, there was a little yeah. jealousy and envy going on there. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think that's why we're talking about it today is because it's not just from Bible times. You know, uh, Cain was jealous of, en- of Abel or envious of his standing with God and, and maybe his blessing, his favor. And, but that's a, that's a real thing today. It tears apart families even today is that we can be envious or jealous, uh, especially comes to the surface like when there's an inheritance to be distributed. Mm-hmm. But sibling rivalry uh, goes on and on and on. It, it, and, uh, and that has a lot to do with envy. And so it's one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, covetousness is one of the Ten Commandments that we're commanded against, uh, and that's related to envy. And so it's it's causing it can cause problems in our life. And I think a lot of times we can be envious uh, without really acknowledging it to ourselves. Right. That that we're experiencing envy, but uh, but it leads to being unhappy. It does. And really, I think at the root of envy is you're not satisfied with your own heart. You're not like Jeremy Camp just saying it is well. Uh, When it isn't well, I think envy is is, is an indicator of that. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's this personal dissatisfaction and and so when I'm looking at what somebody else has in their life and I'm all focused on that, and I'm all focused on the fact that, you know, I don't have that in the same way. I don't have whatever benefit they seem to have. I get focused on what I don't have, and mm-hmm. I feel dissatisfied. 
and it brings my mood down. I feel unhappy, and that can just churn in somebody and just churn and churn and and really blacken out their heart and their mind mm-hmm. to, to just real unhappiness and depression. Yeah. Out and out depression. Yeah, and the truth of the matter is the enemy doesn't want you to hate him. He just wants hate in your heart. And so however he can point. bring that to stir that up in you, he will do it. And envy is a is an easy choice. I mean, you know. Right. You don't ever have to name Satan as your enemy. You just have to feel enmity. You just have to feel that hatred or that jealousy or that envy mm-hmm. for him to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, the topic this morning on Lifestyles of the Saved and Saint is envy, and we just uh, just to reiterate, it comes from being discontented. It's like you kind of feel like God hasn't given you fairly. And so you look at other people and you become envious of them or jealous, and it's it's just not good. We'll continue talking about this this morning, Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane. Did you hear a song? Tim Timmons at 829 with I Belong. And you know, maybe that is the antidote for envy in our hearts. That's the topic this morning. Realizing that we belong in everything we have need of. God is well aware of it, even if we think he isn't. Scott, you're on the phone with me this morning. Are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Social distancing in in action this morning. You're at home and I'm not, but we're together. How about that? Well, isn't that amazing what the technology is today that we can actually we can actually uh, still function in a pandemic. I mean, just think of what the economy would be like if we just even couldn't even do anything at all. Everybody just had to be shut in. Uh, at least something can still happen. Right. It's true. (laughs) And and so I'm glad that we're able to do this. Yeah. And I think the topic is pretty relevant. Um, I think we all at times wrestle with envy, whether we admit it or not. Um, I think it happened. I can remember my, I was trying to think off air. When was the first time I can remember having envy or jealousy in my heart? And I can tell you, I was probably six years old. I was in kindergarten maybe first grade, Uh, but there was this little girl who had the prettiest clothes. She always wore little white anklet socks with black patent leather shoes. She was always dressed. Her hair was always curled, and I was jealous of her. Oh, boy. Yeah. It, It can come so early, so young. It's definitely part of our fallen nature to, uh, to fall into a sense of, of envy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as we grow up, uh, we become we. I don't know that we become less envious unless we're purposefully trying to and, and growing in Christ. Uh, but we do become more sophisticated. <laughs> <with laughs> we learn us. how to camouflage it. We learn how to camouflage it, and and so I really think the first step to to rooting out envy in our lives is to be able to recognize it when it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to be able to recognize that, okay, I really, really want what somebody else has. I've kind of, I'm at that covetous stage. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, it, a telltale thing is if I have a hard time being happy for somebody else's blessing, like 
I have a hard time for my buddy who, who got a better motorcycle than what I have, or I have a hard time for my other friend who got a promotion or is doing better in his church than I'm doing in mine, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I have a hard time being happy for them, and all I can think about is how I don't have that. I have envy, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it even goes beyond that, sometimes we can feel animosity toward the other person I, I almost I wish they would lose it you know I wish they I wish they trip and fall and be publicly embarrassed somehow right you know? which is just this is terrible and, and none of us would really want to ever confess having those thoughts but um, but that is a that is a real sign that I'm probably harboring envy in my heart and I and I need to do some repenting and, and growing and changing. I think to, uh, take your eyes off of you <laughs> it is a good okay. first step. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm feeling a little envious in my heart, I have to take my eyes off of me because envy really is all about us, what we want, what we need, what we think we should have, and right. instead of looking to God. And even being a good neighbor and looking to the welfare of those around us, right? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, And so... So, yeah, taking our eyes off of myself and what I don't have, that's another thing that envy can do is it can lead us into kind of a victim mentality mm-hmm. um, because victim thinking is focused on on uh, how unfair the world is and how unfair everybody is, and um, and it sees everybody as having more advantages handed to them, and, and it's essentially a position of envy. So why don't I get those things? Why don't I get to be handed the same advantages? And, uh, and so then I slide into this kind of this victim mentality and, uh, and it, it takes my mood down, takes my happiness factor away. And, uh, all because I'm really, really focused on myself and not focused on God or, or celebrating uh, his blessings in my life and in other people's lives. So it's really a tactic of the enemy. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And it's powerful. And so with that, that's why we're unpacking this today. It's 834, and uh, this song by Lauren Daigle is called Trust in You. And I think that's really the antidote for envy. You have to just trust that God has you, that God has everything under control. And if he wanted you to have it, you would have it at that particular time, Right. Um, so we are trusting in the Lord. It's Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. God is true. Seems like the songs this morning are just falling in line with our topic on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane. We're talking about envy this morning. All right, Pastor Scott Wiley, what do you got to say about it? Well, I think uh, we've kind of been referring to the fact that we need to be able to recognize when it is happening and when we are experiencing it and uh, we need to work to get it out of our lives. And, and probably the, the two biggest antidotes to envy is trust, trust in God and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, like you kind of referred to uh, trusting God, just relaxing and knowing that God has and will provide for the stuff that, he wants me to have. He he uh, he will provide for the status where he wants me to be, and he knows what I need, 
and he knows what I can handle. And so rather than being envy of someone else and what they have, why not just believe and trust that God has my well-being mm-hmm. at heart? Yeah, that's so well put. And I think the truth of the matter is that when we look at someone else and, and comparison always breeds envy and envy right. always breeds comparison. <laughs> They're like cousins. They travel together. Uh, but when we look at stuff and we're like, I want that in my life or, or how come that isn't in my life, we're really shortchanging God. That's the spiritual reality of it, in my opinion, because what God has for you, God has for you. Right. And, and so it's just, and so that's the other part of it is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's focusing my heart and mind on what I do have, what I have been provided, what I, the advantages that I have been given. And, and I've, I've been one of the most, I just have to confess on the radio here. I've been one of the most envious people, uh, throughout my life. Really? I look at it, you know, you talk, oh, I know. <laughs> No, I, no, I mean, I really do mean that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, you know, um, you were talking about what it was like for you as a kindergartner. I, I think all through at least my adolescence and well into my adulthood, I was, I was envious of, oh, you know, like in school, envious of the other kids' popularity, mm-hmm. you know, envious of those kids that could do really well in in sports that involved a ball. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, uh, uh, basketball, football, those glory sports is what I call them. <laughs> well, I want, I want a glory. I was envious, envious of glory. Right. And then, uh, and then when I got into the ministry, it didn't end, you know, I was, I it just was looked different. And, <laughs> yeah. I was envious of the other guys, youth group and, and how the kids loved him. And, and, uh, he was leading dozens to Christ, you know, and mm-hmm. he was, great speaker and all this kind of stuff. And then he was getting invited to speak at camp and I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so, so just things like that, you know, and then you become a pastor of a church and, and, uh, you know, you plant a church. Well, my friend's church grew really, really big, and mm-hmm. mine didn't, you know, and I had to really go through a, uh, a period of saying, oh, God, do you trust God that he's putting you where he wants you? He's giving you the church that he wants you to have. He's giving you the ministry he wants you to have, the, the house, the family, the, the vehicles uh, uh, that, I mean, sure, you want to you wanna work hard. You want to do the best you can. You want to progress and move forward and those kinds of things. But uh, what about contentment? Mm-hmm. What about gratitude for what you have? What about trusting that God knows he knows what your his plan is for you? And I'm kind of preaching to myself right now. You know, he knows <laughs> he knows what his plan is for you, Scott. It wasn't to have that ministry over there, right? To have this ministry here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not to have that business or that or that uh that family, that household. It was to have this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to be you and to be the best you that you can be uh, with Jesus in you. Yeah, and be content with that. And be content. And yeah. I think that just comes from being grateful. Mm-hmm. My my wife would chide me about you know because I would I would kind of grouse about uh, it's not going the way I want or you know and why does this person have this better and 
and uh, and she would say, "Well, what about what you do have?" And she would she would start uh, challenging me to 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 start being grateful mm-hmm. for what God has given me, and and so I I've made that a different practice. I really worked hard on that, and you know what? My depression lifted. Uh, I got happier. I got I got more joyful, and uh, and I just I just stopped looking at what other people were doing and what other people had and, and, uh, how awesome it was. And, uh, in a way of wishing that I could have that, I just started looking at how God has blessed me and I just got more grateful and happy and joyful. And then I was able to truly rejoice for the blessings that God has brought into other people's lives. Amen. Psalm 37, starting at verse 3, says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Love that. That is so good. Awesome. Well, Pastor Scott, thank you for coming on via phone today for Lifestyles of the Saved and Saint. It's 8.50. How do people get a hold of you? Well, the best thing to do is look me up on my website. It's practicalcc.com. Awesome. Love to hear from you. All right. Great. Well, until next Friday, social distancing will probably still be in place. So let's make a tentative plan to be on the phone, shall we? Sounds good. All right. God bless you. I'm Station Manager Tom Shainstead.